welcome to the Build Business Acumen podcast, where we deliver practical knowledge and powerful guidance. Here is your futuristic host, Nathaniel Skula. I am with Nelly Sheen. My name's Nathaniel Skula, and we're continuing our conversation around resilience. And in this conversation, we're going to be talking about understanding your key drivers and how you tie those in to your resilience. And they, they almost give you a superpower, really. What do you think, Nelly? Uh, yes. Uh, thank you, Nathaniel, for having me here, first of all. So uh, with the key drivers, often people are not aware what is really pushing them in one direction and what is making them to fulfill uh, a goal. And that can be family. It can be that we want to be seen as successful in front of our old peers. It can be that we want to take care of our parents when they grow older. It can be that we want to live in a big mansion there is usually two or three of those, I wouldn't say goals because they can also be a goal, but that is actually making you to go up in the morning and do whatever you need to do. They are those drivers that is pushing you in that direction. And it's very good if you can find out for yourself really have a deep thinking here about what is it that makes you tick? What is it that makes you take another step, even though you think you're going to faint? What is that in your life? Yeah, it could be, I mean, it could be that you've decided that you you want to change the world, right? I mean, that's what I wrote about in, in the book that we just created. Mm. So, it could be that it could be that and it also could be something less than that it doesn't you don't have to want to change the world maybe you just want to get promoted or you know have a family or it it, it doesn't matter really as long as you can get in touch with the the related emotions and those emotions will will drive you right like for example i've got a daughter and she like thinking about her in the context of what i want to do for her when she's growing up it changes the way that I focus on my goals. And those key drivers are so connected to resilience because they give you resilience. It's almost like if you, if you give up, it's like, who are you going to let down when you, when you give up doing what you're doing? If you, if you fail, who are you going to let down? Right. I'm not saying failure is the finale, but, but what I'm saying is, is that you've got to do everything that you can to not fail, right? And having these people in your life, these goals and these drivers uh, help you to find strength that you, you never knew you had, really. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you have that and that you can, as you said, that you can actually touch them, feel them, that is also when if when you can feel them, that is also when you are actually getting closer to them. Um, I can remember I wanted to badly to have an interview with Dalai Lama and I was sending letters and uh, talk to people in he, around him 
who have worked with him both in Australia and other countries. And well, it took it took a good year before I got it. But I remember before it actually was clear when it was just about to happen, I remember the feeling I had that I could almost sense that him that it's going to happen, that we are going to talk. I could actually see that in front of me. So then you have exactly that feeling that you talked about here, Nathaniel, before. And that is so good because if you have that, that is helping you to get over the last threshold to actually make it. Yeah. I do think, though, that when you are when you are really stressed and you're really in a very bad place, it can be extremely difficult to remember what your key drivers are. And in that in that instance, um, I think that, you know, just getting out of bed in the morning may be for some people a great thing or attending that one last Zoom meeting when you're when you've got Zoom fatigue. Right. I think it, it can be very, very difficult for people, but. Perhaps we, we just ask too much of ourselves. I think we, we've got to also remember to be kind to ourselves, you know. That is a core word, uh, absolutely, because it is also, as you are saying, very easy to get into that stress mood. And um, that is not a good stage uh, to be in because it can take you into other direction that you are actually meant to go and the thing is when you are stressed and you are going in the wrong direction you feel that even as almost as a physical pain that something is deadly wrong I am doing something wrong and I mean to sit down don't go any further just stop where you are and give yourself what you need at the moment. And often that can be, you know, something as simple as the things that the body actually needs because the body is connected to everything of your thoughts and everything. So uh, I don't say that you should start and eat a lot of chocolate or anything like that, but to listening in to your whole system your body and your mind, your emotions, what is it that is really talking to you? What is it that you are missing? Because usually it is something that we haven't seen, that we haven't um, observed before that is now asking for our attention. And you know what we say that what we uh, resist persists. So... um, the, the trick here is to absolutely take a look at that and accept whatever that is. Often it's something we don't want to see. Hmm. Can you explain a bit more about what you just said, please? Uh, yeah. So usually when we are stressed, when we're getting into a stress, that can you think different sorts of stress. Of course, if we book in too much to our calendar, of course, we get stressed about that. But it's really not that we have many things often. It is the things that are there that some of it can give us a bad taste because we know that it's followed by something that we do not like. And 
if we don't like it, we try to sort of usually get away from it in one way or another. And that's what I mean by saying that what we resist, so we resist doing something, uh, then uh, that persists until we have done it. Right. It's going to turn up in different forms. Right. Yeah, I understand that. The lessons that we that we don't take on board definitely uh, come back again. But so so back to these key drivers, right? I think they can certainly change during during your life. I think that I think that you know in the beginning of your career, maybe you just want to earn more money, or maybe you want to get a promotion, or you want to move sideways into a different role. Yeah or start a new job at a different company or whatever. But I think as you get older, different uh, drivers kind of arrive in your lap. It's not like, it's not, you don't go out there and just look for them. I think that sometimes they can be always be there. Uh, other times you, you, you do some self-study and you can find them right. And I think for me, I, I've been looking into, you know, leaving a legacy, right? So it's like, how, how do you want to be remembered is a, is a key one for me. And, you know, what, what is your purpose? I don't think necessarily you have to worry too much about that. If you don't have a purpose or your purpose is just to uh, perhaps um, help your elderly parents or your child or your husband or wife or whatever, not a problem. But I think as you get, as you get older, I think a purpose you have a once you align your purpose with your vision, then there's not really anything that can kind of stop you, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Um, I think I think that you are right, uh, but again, I think it is that we change our purpose, and if we don't have a purpose, if something turns up, we say, "Oh, that is probably my purpose. Mm -hmm. That is probably my mission in life. That I'm going to do this." And that, whatever that is. Uh, but I think by age, we know that we need to be more focused because time is running out. Not that we will go away tomorrow, but the years, it's countdown. So yeah. you need to look at your time. What are you doing with your time uh, that is giving you that fulfillment? And if you are doing, and that is why, people are changing and leaving their jobs right now for instance in united states after the pandemic there were so many people they just quit their jobs and they're saying hello what are you how can you leave your job you can't leave your job no but i don't know if i will be alive in three years look at the pandemic what has happened yeah. i am going to ful fulfill my life that's what i'm going to do so that is that awakening that is almost taking place and um that is when people can actually find their purpose yeah. and that can be often so different from what you thought it would be absolutely but i also think resilience is very important when when looking for your purpose when trying to stay on track with your goals when mm. uh when thinking about you know, who, who do you get out of bed for in the morning? What do you get out of bed for in the morning? What's driving you? 
And actually, resilience is important even when deciding those things. So thank you, Nelly. This has been a really interesting conversation. And we're going we're gonna, to um, say goodbye to everyone for now. And we're going to get into our next, uh, next conversation about where to begin with understanding resilience. So thanks so much for listening. And we hope it's been of value. Thanks again, Nelly. Thank you, Nathaniel. Thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe and wherever you prefer, share with your friends. And if you enjoyed the show, drop us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.